to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. Welcome back to the Heads Up Podcast. On today's episode, we have the opportunity to meet and hear from one of our parent community, Miss Charlotte Petty. If you don't already know Charlotte, let me take a moment and introduce her to you. Charlotte is a theater professional, working in script development and writing and directing. She's a long-standing volunteer at the Calgary Rehab and Drop-In Center, and maybe most importantly to this podcast at least, she's the parent of three children, all of which were diagnosed with a learning disability. Two of her kids are currently attending Rundle Academy, and the other one was our valedictorian and has gone on to university. I've known Charlotte for around about the last decade, and during this time, she's been a supportive parent, an active member of our parent council, and she currently sits as the chair of Rundle Academy's Parent Advisory Council. Please join me in welcoming Charlotte to today's show. All right, Charlotte, thanks for joining me here at the Academy. Uh, First question today is, uh, as a parent, why did you choose Rundle Academy for your kids? So... Originally, like in all honesty, it was a little bit of luck mm-hmm. that um, my first, my oldest uh, was struggling in school and the school happened to be right next door to the academy and a parent whose son was already here had said, they have an open house and uh, I came to the open house, I listened to the presentation and honestly, my shoulders must have dropped a foot and right. I thought, oh, you mean my my son is not the only one. I felt like when Dom was in elementary school, he was the only one. For sure. And I just thought, why, why, why can't he get this? Yeah. And I came and I thought, they get it. Yeah. They understand that he has potential and that it's okay if he needs to stand up when he's doing math or whatever yeah. it was. And it was such a relief and then the panic set in because the deadline was coming and were we going to get it in? And we toured the school and my son said to me, Mom, I really need to go there. And yeah. it was, so it was a, originally a little bit of luck. And then immediately it was, we found our place. Yeah. We have cool. a place where they get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got, you've had three kids come through our school. All for different reasons. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> And so did they each have that same experience after coming to Rumble Academy or was there ever resistance from any any of the kids as far as No, all three of uh my kids really were especially once they had come in and originally they met you. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember. You, yeah. <laughs> and um they were very um thrilled at the possibility of coming somewhere where they didn't feel um, under the microscope or 
judged. It's I can't really say that they were necessarily judged yeah. by the system they were in before, but it wasn't the fit, and For they sure. immediately felt the fit. And I remember um, my my middle um, Oliver. He came and he said, "Mom, it's so quiet, and it was small, and you know, he's the type of child that needs things broken down into. He's like a." Um, 3D printer it sure. works yeah. in layers right <laughs> yeah, and it was it was he could he, he could it was accessible to him and it made sense mm -hmm. so he was really excited to come and um, my daughter just wanted to be like her brothers but it also she had had such a you know terrible time actually in the situation she was in in For elementary sure. and it was sad and yeah. she sort of had felt defeated and then came here and it was very exciting except the uniform for her was the... Of course, it's always part of it, right? The, that was the grind, but... Totally. We've moved beyond that now. <laughs> totally. And I think your kids are a great example of... Um, like you said before, they're all really unique in their own mm -hmm. learning. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really neat thing about the Academy program is we often say is uh, the exception is the norm here. Yeah. And really inclusive and a great diversity in thinking and, and those sorts of those sorts of pieces. Um, you'd say that's accurate for your I'd kids. I totally say that's accurate. And I'd say now that I've had one that's graduated from this program and I have one in uh, final year of senior high, especially the ones that have kind of gone through many years here, but they get to a point where, and they're very protective by the time they've grown up with each other. They look after each It's not like they're running through the fields all the time holding hands, but they really get to a point where they appreciate each other, they protect each other, and they stand up for each other. And yeah. they, it, it, it's quite remarkable, actually. And I, yeah, I, I'd say my kids loved the fact that their difference was the thing that made them fit in. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I don't know if that, sure. yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. Um, and you talk. You just mentioned your eldest son, who's now at McGill University. Um, and I know there's ups and downs with any transition to university. But as he entered that program at McGill, do you feel like he felt prepared for the challenges that lied ahead? Yeah, I do. And the thing, the thing that's the most amazing, and he's gonna. There's gonna be hurdles, and it's a sort of a big leap to go from this small school to a big, any big campus. Absolutely. But he's, you know, going to McGill. Yeah. Thought. You're going to be able to do it. Yeah. The thing that this school has done for him so brilliantly is he's able to advocate for himself like you can't imagine. Yeah. Like he is working he really hard to make connections with professors and TAs and whatever supports he needs. He's reached out to get extra help. He's, a, you know, and he... He's underlining the pertinent yeah. words and he's a highlight, you know, sure. he's got a system yeah. and he's really, it's that bedrock that the school has given and he just has taken that, transferred it right to yeah. McGill. Like that's where, you know, and yeah. it, he knew going in, I have to connect with this person, this person, this person, if I'm going to be successful. Yeah. And it's like, that's truly that advocacy piece is one of those universal skills I think that's mm -hmm. so often lost and quote, air quotes, regular education, but it's something that the gift that our kids end up with because they have to advocate for themselves at a young yeah. age. And, yeah. And it is the road to success when they get to that bigger environment, I think. And the, and it it's the it's a constant learning about the advocacy. You know, like mm -hmm. with, with um, my son who's in grade 12 now, it took him a long time to not embrace it, not that he was chafing at the idea of advocacy. He just didn't even really know what it was he yes. needed. It did take him a long time to sort of figure it out. 
and he is so clear now. Yes, yeah. And which is great because yeah. he'll be able to take that forward with him into post secondary and into his career. He's so clear about what it is. Yes. He has a he has a part-time job and he's gone to his employer several times and he goes, "You know, I find this situation overwhelming and I really want to be a good worker, but I can't do it unless you break it down into chunks, right?" Amazing. And yeah. it's, it so it kind of goes through their whole lives. Yes. Yeah. The things that make school difficult for some of the kids at the academy, at least my kids, can make job life and yeah. all life, you yeah. know. And so those skills, they're able to put it into their own personal life, their work life, carry on. Wow. It's amazing. Wow. And yeah, so and later in the interview, we'll talk about success, Charlotte. But uh, you've really just defined for me what success as an mm. educator is, is to provide those tools to kids to be successful in school, but also in life and yeah. I think I think that's part of the definition you just provided which is remarkable so thank mm. you for that okay question to Charlotte uh, you've been here at the Academy for a long time if not a decade very very close to a decade and I'm just curious from a personal perspective uh, what changes have you seen at the Academy over your your time so I don't know if I can, I definitely one piece that I've seen the change, but it's been going at the Academy for quite a long time is the technology piece. Actually, when, right. when, um, the Academy, uh, unfolded the one-to-one -one and kids bringing home laptop, but that seems to, it's been since my daughter was in elementary. So, yeah. um, I, I don't know, I guess for me, the biggest change has been the change in my own kids yeah. and the way I've seen them embrace their learning, um, and, take take responsibility for their learning and um, come to you know I have two that really have always loved learning and yeah. lo loved rising to the challenge one that has not yeah and um, I've loved seeing the one that has not now rising to the and loving the learning for and, sure because he's figured out what it is he needs yeah he's figured out what it is he likes where his passion is yeah for sure. I, I I don't know that you know, it's been such a steady course from yep. the teachers that they they've they've always known what it is yep. that they need to feed the kids to help them yep. succeed and achieve. And it's so you know, so in many ways it's that same you gotta advocate for yourself, you gotta be prepared, you gotta be, take responsibility for yourself. Um and it's always been a hugely caring environment. Yeah. And I suppose if there's been any change in that, it's just become more caring. Do you know? Wow, yeah, and thank you for that. That's there's, amazing. You know, there's a real understanding of wellness. Yeah. And I think um, that's grown yeah. since the time I've been here. But there's, a, I don't know if it's, it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But yeah. it, the model that, for, for my family anyways, in supporting their learning, that hasn't changed a ton. There might Great. be some cool new furniture in the elementary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, and I and think it is pretty cool. It is good. It's getting better all yeah. the time. And I think we'll continue to see those design changes as mm -hmm. we move through. But I hope that the the real feeling of the school remains the same. And I think... Yeah. And I mean, there's always things that have been identified, like, oh, we could soup up, the, like the yeah. Fine Arts Centre is, you know, that's come strides in yeah. 10 years. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, amazing. It's, it's amazing. But... Um, you know, even if it hadn't, I'd be so happy to have my children here yeah. because they they're receiving, you know, this gift that you can't even you can't quantify. For it. sure. So yeah. And I think uh, one thing you said earlier in your answer is, you know, 
starting at grade four and running through to grade 12, we really get to know mm. your kids and we get to know you as parents and, and all the rest. And I think that is a huge advantage to the program because we too get to enjoy that change with right. your kids and see them all the way through. And uh, yeah, I, I've always loved that about this program is being able to see kids grow and change and, and be a part of it from grade four to grade 12. Um, I think your kids have enjoyed that benefit as well. Oh, hugely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Excellent, Charlotte. Uh, the next question I've got for you is, uh, well, first of all, by way of background, I know you've been chair of our Parent Advisory Council for the last six years, an absolutely astounding amount of time, and, and the volunteer work you do is is so valued. So thank you on behalf of the school and myself. I really, really appreciate everything you've done. It's my pleasure. Yeah, no, it's been really, the relationship's been really great over that whole time. And I'm just curious uh, how you see the roles, role of PAC in our school day-to-day -day or even just kind of on an annual basis. So I think that um, the role of the PAC is really um, to support the work of the school, to yeah. support the work of the administration and teachers, and to support the students. So in any way that we can help augment any of the programs, either financially or through volunteer means, that's our role. Our mm -hmm. role is to really steer clear of um, any the running of the school or any uh, of the teaching work of the school. That's sure. not really what we feel our place is. Yep. What, where we do think we can make a difference is if the drama production is going to be some spectacular thing this year and they don't quite have the budget for it what was laid out yes well maybe we can find a way to support that because we understand that for that group of students that's super important yes. and it may make the difference in where they go in their lives yes same you know athletically and 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 we ask administration and the teachers to identify areas that they might see lacking or that they have a plan for and how can we help you make that happen so um you know we anywhere from like building playground to you know buying the shed right yeah, yeah. um and it, so really our whole idea is everything that we do goes back into the life of the students to make their experience at the school um a more enriched experience and a more fulsome experience. Yeah, and I think I, I remember so many meetings when we'd be mm -hmm. talking about budget, we'd be talking about uh, what's coming up, and I mm -hmm. really valued when the PAC would say, you know, Jason, how will this improve the student experience? And I always yeah. thought that was like this, the central question, and I knew that I had to answer that right. for myself, for the staff, for the PAC, if we were going to make a difference. And mm -hmm. um, you guys have done so many things that have really allowed our faculty to pursue their passions, but as well as that um, pass those passions along to mm -hmm. the kids in the school and really like say kind of augment the the program so it's been just just outstanding yeah and it, it, i mean we we love supporting the teachers the administration i think what you will find without a doubt the the parents that sit on the executive of our pack are all super grateful yeah. to the school yeah. and and it really um, comes from that place of gratitude where we've had children who have experienced struggles in other schools um, and maybe in other, you know, 
clubs and uh, you know sports and yeah. all throughout their lives. They've come here. They found a place where they can succeed. For sure. Where they can participate. Yeah. Where they feel valued. Yeah. And so our you know gratitude for that, and and we see how that's changed our students' lives, our yeah. our kids' lives. We'd love that to carry on to other kids' lives. It's love like, it. You know. A kid who has never had a, the opportunity to play volleyball suddenly gets that chance yeah. here, and you never know. Yeah. Some of those kids suddenly they can really play volleyball. Yeah, no, right? Absolutely. That's yeah. that's and you've made that happen for so many of our kids, and it's been been so good. So thank you. It's super. It's super good. Yeah. Okay, moving on to question four, Charlotte. Now, over your time as parent here at, at Rundle Academy, what has surprised you most? So I think what surprised me most with all of my kids is, um, and it was a bit heartbreaking at first actually, is how little they needed me. And yeah. they need they they totally do, and they yeah. and I'm you know, my husband and I help keep them on track, but they have really gained so many skills yeah. from this program. They know what they need. They know what they need to do. They know how to get it done. Yeah. They know when they haven't gotten it done that it's on, and and that is absolutely remarkable. Yeah, I you know it's I think many of us tend to think we got a helicopter and bubble yeah. wrap and we yeah. got to do it. And if I don't help, you know, and of course we have to be there to support our kids. Yeah. And I have to be there, and I do. I help my kids a lot. Yeah, but not in the same way that I always have or thought that I would and I've really needed to take a step back yeah. and go, that is your work. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And you know what you need to do to get it done. Yeah. yeah. And that's a hundred percent credit to this program because oh. they a hundred percent. The the teachers and the the TAs, the administration, they've shown them yeah. this is what you need to be successful. Yeah. And I think that's yeah, it's such a universal and I've not often talked about this, so it's fascinating, but it's a universal yeah. comment when parents come in after a year or two of having their kids here and they say, well, I've kind of had to stop helping them with their homework yeah. or I, yeah. I don't know exactly what they're doing with their homework, but I'm pretty sure they're getting the work done they need to get done. You know, I'm not, is it true? And then it's always like, yeah, no, they, yeah. they've got it. We're teaching them independence. Well, and I always think, I mean, and you know, another change is like there used to be regular sort of paper report cards that would come home and then it sort of moved to there's a you know an account online power school online you can check in on your and so a lot of the grades air quote you know the yeah. marks i can check in on that i don't really spend my time looking at the the statistics if yeah. you would yeah. it's a, I, I talk to the team it, it's it's kind of a different it's evolved yeah sort yeah. of what it is that there's obviously a rubric the kids you know you need to achieve X, Y, and Z to get through bio 30. Yes. But I'm not monitoring it, you know, yes. that homework is getting done. The, if you need help, you need to get that help. Yeah. I, I can help drive you to school. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's so, super I mean, liberating, right? As it's super liberating, and yeah. it's liberating for, for my kids. Yeah, 100%. Because it's not, I'm not sort of riding over them, standing at the, the kitchen table going, do you, they for know sure. what they need to do. For sure. That's that was super surprising to me for because you know for a long time these were kids that needed a ton of extra support and uh, uh, my husband and I we took that on because yes. they weren't getting that yeah 
in the programming they had before. Yeah, well, that's yeah. so exciting. No, I, that is a great surprise to have. For it's sure. wonderful, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, Charlotte, so last question in this section. Um, how would you define success for you and, and for your kids? I think if you had asked me that even a few years ago, success for me would have been, you know, getting, you know, certain maybe a certain grade or having a certain achievement yeah um uh, now it's um and certainly my children have achieved great things be and again 100% credit to the program they're in oh, but it's it's, team, it's, team. it's it's um for me the success for them is the fact that they know how to again it's a broken record advocate for themselves that, that they take the skills that they've learned here and they know okay I have this deficit when it comes to paying attention or organization or I'm very easily overwhelmed when yes. there's a lot of sound yeah how am I gonna get through working a job at the stampede yeah yeah <laughs> you, you know for which sure. many kids my kids age do how am I gonna do that and be successful and my kids have been able to thanks to super great mentorship from this school say the skills that I use to write a test I can use that when I go and take driver's ed when I'm working the midway at yep. the stampede when I'm in the dish pit at yep. the restaurant in Marta Loop when it, you know and and that they have also been so exposed to the core values of the school that they take those to heart and I see that with not just my kids but yep. with so many of the students in this program and they care for each other yeah. they're curious about things they they have respect when they're wearing that uniform they know that they are representing this school and they become leaders yeah they become em empathetic yeah and that to me is success beyond any grade you can you know yeah. if you've done your very best you've studied you've used all of the things the tools in your toolkit to get through that exam and you yeah. know you couldn't have done any better yeah that's spectacular I think uh, yeah that's really good I think you touched on a point earlier that I kind of want to double back to mm. you talked about transferring skills or advocacy again to the real world and I oftentimes I hear from parents and they they say you know I don't want my child to be labeled with a learning disability because I'm afraid of uh, some discrimination out there that could potentially happen um, I've always said to parents you know I don't think you have to label a learning disability but if you know your strengths and weaknesses you can be mm -hmm. successful anywhere and, and that's just a reality we've all got strengths and weaknesses no matter if we've got mm -hmm. a learning disability mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or otherwise I guess the question I'm trying to get to here is um how like have have your kids seen any of that kind of discrimination when they're asking for the support they need in in the workplace no to to and to uh you know to the other end they've actually been really well received with that yeah and my, you know, my um, my one son, my son who's in grade twelve, he has um, two earrings in his ear. Oh, anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, but he he, you know, 
has did his research on any number of jobs and the very first question is will this be a problem in this work like he just confronts it it's yeah, the same yeah. thing and it's like I have problems writing things in longhand, but I'm super fast on a keyboard. Yeah. Is that going to be a problem? And people, the employers that mm -hmm. he's, he's had or people that he's worked with in volunteer situations, they've always thought it was amazing to be that proactive and that um, sort of direct yeah. about these are the things I have going on. Yeah, it was very helpful for sure. And so as an employer, it's actually super helpful. Yeah, yeah they I know can that. see it. Yeah, totally. and and I you know I think my kids have experienced from other kids and maybe you know even other parents in in our, in our friend group that don't understand what a learning disability is and mm -hmm. they you know there mm -hmm. might be the side glance or the oh you go to that school yeah. or yeah. and um they've been affected by that yeah. but they feel so strongly about how hard they've worked. I, I know my son Dominic spoke about this last year and yeah. he, he he feels really proud. Yeah. And so he says it's not something I back away from. Yeah. He said, I don't feel like it's a label. I feel like it's a thing I have cleared a bunch of obstacles. So you got to know that if I'm in that course or I'm working for you, I'm working double hard because no I've doubt. done it. No yeah. doubt. Wow. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Charlotte. Uh, we're so proud of all of your kids mm. and for your contributions. So thanks for, for joining for today in the in the podcast. Okay, Charlotte, we're in the home stretch now. Uh, we always end every episode with the Rundle Rumble, and this is Rundle's rapid fire association game. I'm gonna say one word, and then you're gonna say the first thing that comes to mind, and we're gonna do that about 10 times. So I'm looking forward to it. You ready? Okay. 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 Here we go. Uh, number one, talent shows. Fun. <laughs> number two. The Rundle Academy Pack. Awesome. Number three, <laughs> uh, the Junior High Experience. Oh, the trenches. Okay. Uh, number four, Dom. Dom? Dom. Amazing. Yeah, he is amazing. That's totally true. Number five, drama productions. Oh, they break my heart. I just love them. I, that's not one word. I know. I... I cry every time even when my kids aren't in it when I yeah they're dear to my heart uh awesome me too uh the Love transition it. to university oh heartbreaking again for parents but um exciting it was like that was the whole point yeah uh learn yeah. learning disabilities um their gift yeah wow that's yeah. cool okay awesome uh we move mountains you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, having a sense of humor. Oh, imperative. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got that gift in space. So thank <laughs> you. And finally, uh, number 10 is success. Oh, success isn't measured in a number or it's uh, success is how you live your life and share your life, and support others. Thanks, Charlotte. That's yeah. a perfect way to end. Thanks for taking the time out of your day as always. And, uh, yeah, I hope, I hope lots of people listen and learn an awful lot about the Academy program and, and all the great things your kids are doing. Super, thanks. You're welcome.